yeah, here we are back again another week, and I watched the game on Saturday. I was there at night. Nick was not. I, I have a confession to make. I was servicing my other mistress, which is debate, and I could not participate in uh, what, what seems to have been a pretty good game. So I, I know a few basic facts. Justin okay. asked me to avoid pretty much all knowledge of the game. Yes. And I refused to do that. Uh, but, but I made a couple of, a, a couple of concessions. Um, and one, one said concession was that I could know the, um, the score of the game. Yes. And that I could follow the score of the game kind of throughout the night. I was unaware of that second one, but it's too late now. Right. Uh-huh. I thought that that went with knowing the score. There were these were things that were going to be kind of unavoidable as I was hanging out with a bunch of other Nebraskans. Um, Nebraskans. And I could I could have listened to the radio call, but I didn't do that. Oh, good. so you should be really glad that I didn't do Thank that. You. Right? Uh huh. I, I kept I kept the, the integrity of the podcast Thank you. Um, somewhat intact. And also, I have had to effectively just chain myself to my Xbox over the last couple of days in order to avoid all conversation uh, because all anyone wants to talk about in this godforsaken state is the football game. The one thing, the one thing that I am not allowed to talk about for my semi-professional <laughs> job here. I've up been upgraded to semi-professional. Oh, yeah. We, we are the Lincoln Salt Dogs of... We're, we're, recording things. we're more semi-pro starring Will Ferrell. So, are you ready to hear about what went down? Yeah, absolutely. I am. How are we going to walk through this? Okay. You so, both missed a lot and not much at all. That's that's an NIU game, right, though? Like, yes. Like, that's, that's, you basically, it's basically what we should have done on uh-huh, paper uh-huh. is, you know, you, you know the score, right? 44 to 8. Sure. Uh-huh. I knew it was the ballpark of there. Yeah. So, on the offense, for the most part, after the first three drives, we looked very shaky, like, as always. We had a good yes, first do. one. Mm-hmm. And then second drive, it looks like it's going to be a breeze all game as we run up the middle with Diedrich Mills. He gained 61 yards. I have gathered from Twitter that Mills had a hell of a game. Yeah, that, he did. That seems to be generally true. Aside from him fumbling that very next play. Yes, I did. I did also hear about that in real time. And I am I am sorry. I could not avoid that. So, yeah, after that, it looked like it was going to be a long day at the office. But no, the defense hold through. The uh-huh. offense realized that they have nobody who on that team who is as fast as Maurice Washington. So yeah, that, this that, is true. <laughs> this is true. This is why we put up with his BS. Um, so, yeah. I I have a few questions. Okay. Did we repeatedly and and with with to no avail run the ball up the middle like it was the only football play that had ever been invented? Twice. On third down, on like third and tens, we did a quarterback draw off Martinez, who very obviously could not find a hole. Right. Uh-huh. Okay. So that's still a thing that's happening. Yeah. The third down play calling does need a bit of work. Right. But later in the half when we realized we can pass the ball, right. we got a touchdown out of it right before the half ended. Nice. So the forward pass is now something this team does, which is cool. I like that. I'm pro forward pass. <laughs> Good. Uh, the defense. 
looked okay, apparently. Yeah, I mean, we must have been all right. Yeah, for Northern Illinois, they didn't do really much against us that they shouldn't have. Uh-huh. Now, the scores that they did have were set up by uh, the offense, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or more s- specifically the special teams, giving them oh. not much to work with. Oh, yeah, speaking of special teams. Uh-huh. You kind of alluded to this. Yeah. I'm concerned. Just walk me through all the gaps and my my reactions will be Okay. What's what's the maximum amount of blocked kicks you would be surprised by? Surprised? Or or like not what? surprised by? Like like what's the like like, like this amount of blocks am... we had this amount of kicks blocked. What's the highest number where where it would be? Yeah, that would make sense. And so we're talking about college football. College football. Supposedly, these people know what they're doing. Yes. D1. We've got an offensive line that, like, some of them presumably will, like, at least become Rudy Rudigers in the NFL. Mm-hmm. We've, we've, we've got a kicker who you, you would think understands that the object of the game is to get the ball off of his foot, you know, before someone can stop him from doing that mm-hmm. in a timely fashion. I'm going to say it would be surprising, interesting, an outlier, not in the not in the middle of the data set yeah. if there was more than one. Um, but it would it would definitely be shocking if there were like 3. Ding ding ding. We on the Nebraska side, we had 3 kicks blocked. By Northern Illinois? By Northern Illinois. What? How? How did that? Were there extenuating circumstances, or were these just totally run-of-the-mill? Very front-of-the-mill blocks. Two on-field goals, and one one on an extra point. point Who was our kicker this week? It was Armstrong, the punter. Put Sprunk in. My friend Dustin is a better kicker than any of our kickers on the team, and he will back that up. I promise you, the kid's got more raw talent in his left pinky. This is unbelievable. How? So are you blaming the kickers here? Where, 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 are, you sh- where are you shouldering the blame? Because I haven't seen these plays, right? So is yeah. it like the kicker's just taking a sweet time? Is it the line totally sucks on these plays? Is it like... Holy crap, NIU just has it figured out how to block a kick, man. Like, what's the, what's the story? Okay, we need to get, obviously get better at blocking the edge on kicks. Okay. Uh-huh. That's one of it. Set the edge. And he also needs to get rid of it quicker and, like, have a better trajectory on said kicks. Because mm-hmm. you think you would adjust something after the first one. Right. But, no, we just kept on trotting the same scheme and the same motion every single kick. Well, the AA definition of insanity is doing something <laughs> over again and expecting different results. So, yeah. Yikes. And on the blocked extra point, uh, one of our linemen picked it up and ran it in the end zone. But apparently, like, you can't do that. What? Because there's some illegal batting that I didn't see. Apparently, What one, is illegal batting? Apparently, one of our guys punched the ball forward and that's what caused it, him to recover it i i watched that play once real time and once replay i did not see anything of the sort i, bl- the, I the that only, should have been a two the only thing well we really needed it you know it's, it's a real shame we didn't get it because obviously yeah. that game needed to be 46 to what is it eight mm-hmm. we need to talk about that eight um oh well i'm not done with special teams yet i know i know but because it's just 
we'll, we'll cover this later. But um, on the flippity flip, we blocked two putts from Northern Illinois. Nice. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I think this is a wash. Because how many yeah. kicks did we actually attempt in this game? Okay. Not counting extra points. Like, truly. Not counting extra points. Um, we had one made field goal, and then two were blocked. So, okay. I'm cool with batting, you know, basically 333 <laughs> for kicks. If I'm we can not... block oh, okay, two yeah, punts if, a game. If, if we get that in return. And the second blocked punt should have been a touchdown. Dang it, man. Because the ball bounces. Backup tight end, Austin Allen, jumps for it and drops it, and it goes out of bounds. He had nobody by him in the end zone. He's an offensive player. You think he should catch this, get his first career touchdown? Nope. And then we threw the field position in the trash when we missed a field goal on that drive. Sounds good. Yeah. Okay. But overall, we looked like we were clicking better than like the second half of the Colorado game, the entire South Alabama game. Yeah. Overall, by and large, it was just a very – normal non-conference beat them down something that nebraska fans haven't seen in a while right but but here's the thing we but, can't have anything be normal in nebraska anymore yeah there anything that could theoretically happen in a football game basically <laughs> happened there was a blocked field goal blocked extra point blocked punt a fumble an interception and a safety right so let's chat about this yeah. i'm sitting at a debate tournament you know at a at a god what we're in a best western in Topeka, life's, the crown jewel of Topeka, Kansas. Life's the pretty best western. Life's pretty bleak. I'm sitting here. I've just had like some of the worst Chinese food I have ever eaten, and I'm just kind of like slowly checking the score, right? Because everybody yeah. else is like actually listening to the game, and I'm hearing reactions, and they're like, "Oh, come on!" And I'm like, "All right, well now, now I gotta check the score." And so I check the score. I do a little head fake because they had just had, wasn't it like three points at the time? Mm -hmm. And then suddenly there was a five in the Northern Illinois University column and I smelled some ball. (laughs) Because this means one of two things happened. Either A, they like, maybe this isn't even how it works, but like they like intercepted it or picked up a fumble on a two-point conversion mm-hmm. and then ran it back, which I think is two points. That is a two-pointer. So if on our blocked extra point, they, they pick they it up and, it and run zoop, it back. Yeah, that's that's a two-wee. So if that happens, man, that's neat. Cool. Yeah. Let them have it, right? I'm not even mad about those two points. <laughs> I'm not even mad. But that's it's amazing. a safety against Northern Illinois. What kind of terrible Adrian Martinez decision-making led us down this path? Like, what led us to be in the the alternate universe in which this happened? Northern Illinois, they had two punts blocked. Uh So they line up with their quarterback like they're going to go for it on fourth down. The quarterback punts it instead, gives gives the old pooch punt, and it was amazing. Down that right inside the five. Right, so I, I heard about I heard about the pooch punch too. He did this it was, again the next drive too. So that's bananas. We, d- to we me. didn't even have a guy back there the second time. We actually expected them to run a play. It was well, but like, don't they? I, I, as I understand, they like line up in shotgun. Yeah, like ex- looking like they're gonna go for it on fourth down. Mm-hmm. And, and then, it was a fourth and one. But we should have at least had a high safety back there. You think? 
to just in case who does that after they did it once you know i guess like don't get fooled again but like yeah i don't know man okay so they down it within the five it's a beauty of a pooch punt where is this from oh around midfield oh for a quarterback yeah wow (laughs) and then for wide receivers to like pick up on the fat like that's some wherewithal that is that's that's some thinking that's that's the best coaching they had all team so yeah so they're we're within the five and then is it just like still right surely we can get maurice washington to like run us out five yards yes give us room to punt Uh, i would agree with that Uh you give him the ball but you wouldn't how this is how you don't give him the ball you You don't throw you don't throw a backward screen pass five yards in your own end zone and have him try to get out of it Because that's literally what happened. We ran a screen pass in the end zone. We literally, we, were, we weren't in the end zone when he ca- catches the pass. Stop. He's like, let's go backwards. Stop, Stop talking. Just let me absorb this. <laughs> At what point in the game is this? They've scored one of their, this, I presume, two field goals. Yeah, this is like just before the half. Just before the half. So we're yeah. already up by what? Three scores? Yeah, we I think we had like two we had two touchdowns in the second half and then we had one touchdown after this. So this is like 26 to like 3. This is some like 5th grade Madden play call bull <laughs> man. What were there other receivers on the field? Yes. Was there a way to blocking. throw it away? They were blocked cuz it's a screen pass. So Washington was the only option. Yes. I wanted to yell at Adrian Martinez, and now I have to look up the offensive coordinator's name. This is unbelievable. Troy Walters. Listen, Troy Walters. Listen. If I can call a play on NCAA 14, rest in peace, better than Who does this? What is it like? Oh, they'll never expect it. What are you? The writers from freaking game of thrones when you're like you know it makes sense doing nothing that makes sense subvert expectations like no i i can't i mean obviously we played pretty all right but like what is what is a lot of the problem during the colorado game come down to yeah play calling mm-hmm. why don't we look super awesome against south alabama because we think it's a great idea to run it up the middle every single time like and that doesn't even make sense. Like, yeah. the Scott Frost philosophy is, like, you have to run to establish the pass game, right? Yeah. And and it's a screen pass. That play doesn't work at the 45. No. It, it works Never. On like, yeah, it, yeah it, it's not a very consistent working play. No. It, it, it works when it's, like, second and short, and you have the blockers, like, in every blocker... F- follows their assignment perfectly right that's where it works yes um and it can be a big play when it works Mm -hmm. and it can be a lot of fun to watch and when you've got a running back as fast as washington i get the appeal and with decent hands like washington yes right like the play set up for him it is not set up for this situation yes the screen pass is like a mathematical proof it works if and only if yes this is in effect 
absolutely. I totally agree. And like yes. we have some of the pieces, but yes. we don't have enough of the pieces, right? Like if we haven't not, solved for X. We have not <laughs> solved for X. And the X factor is field position. <laughs> oh man. This is something I don't think that like Nebraskans can totally articulate to non-Nebraska fans. But the sheer suffering of just, like, watching your favorite team in the world just shoot themselves in the foot is just pain beyond pain. <laughs> and I, you know the weirdest part about it is I that don't... I wasn't even mad when it happened because they had f- the number five on the scoreboard. <laughs> oh, five. That never happens. I I wanted to take a picture and frame it. Five. Who scores five? I I was praying in the second half that we'd shut them out. They would go down as a five. Is this a college football score, Agami? I I guarantee you it would have been. Because the halftime score was like... 32 to 5. It's it's something that basically could have only happened under the exact circumstances that it happened. But no, Northern Illinois has to drive down and get a field goal, first drive of second half, and make it a nice, normal, semi-normal football eight. They ruined my dreams. Um, Man, you know you've had a rough week when Northern Illinois University is capable of ruining anything, (laughs) causing any impact on your life. Um, Okay. So, defense looks okay. Yeah, we got decent pressure. Uh, We definitely benefited from crappy quarterback play because twice Lamar Jackson got absolutely burned and the quarterback just overshot him. So, So this becomes, like, a a concern, I think. When did we start pulling people? Right? We're up by, like, several scores on Northern Illinois. Mm -hmm. You don't want to wear folks out. We actually start conference next week. It was around uh, six minutes left in the fourth. Oh, seriously? Yeah, because uh, last, like, it's like eight minutes. We send out Martinez and the and the folks. They go three and out, okay. and then mm-hmm. and then we shove in the backups. Okay, right. So that was a drive I did not think Martinez should have even been out on. I had disagreements with that, but thankfully. They came to their senses and put in the backups, and the backups moved the ball really well. Good. Vedral ran at him for a touchdown. I was very impressed. Oh, that's awesome. Good yeah. for him. Yeah. What else? Like, injuries? Cam Taylor-Britt. Oh, how bad? Uh, hasn't been revealed yet. Frost uh, is optimistic, though. Well, when is he not? Yeah. <laughs> Same with Farniok. So, yeah, starting alignment also down. Doesn't look like he'll be back for Illinois. Not great. That's the one thing you want to avoid. I, I for, one thing about being in the crowd is I forgot how fun blowouts were. Oh yeah, I saw your tweet about this. Yeah, we did the wave for a solid four minutes, and nobody was focusing on the game. No, was, why would you? What's well, the point? Yes, and the crowd, to my credit, to your credit, and the credit of everybody who in the student <laughs> section, they caught on to everything we were doing. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. So. I imagine that there were several types of wave involved. Yes. Was there like fast wave? Fast wave. Then you go to the slow wave. Slow wave. Slow wave is easiest to catch up to. And And then the really, really fast wave. Yes. And then the one I was most impressed with that the audience got, everybody does the wave and they keep their hands up. 
And oh, they did really? it. They did it. I I was very impressed that they understood what we were doing because I I hadn't seen that before. No, that's pretty weird. We didn't do the split. No, we didn't. The split is the holy grail of yes. like uh, uh, of blowout waves. And then they cross each other, right? Which is just kind of like the eighth wonder of the world to watch yes. a whole bunch of people who don't know each other be like, right? I, I got it. I got it. Yeah, we we tried to start that because. Everybody in South Student Section was just gesturing towards the other side of the stadium, and they weren't paying attention at that mm, point. Mm-mm. No, shame on them. No, but one of the coolest things about blowout waves, I like that we talk about these because they happen so infrequently at Nebraska yes, that we have it's to legendary like, when them. it does. Mm-hmm. One of the cool things about blowout waves is the way that, like, how does how does one even explain this? Like, some people. It's clear they're not, like, grumpy about the wave, but they just don't get that it's going on. They're just, like, the one person in their entire section who's like, oh, what? You guys wanted me to put my hands up? Oh, I'll get it next time. I'll get it next. Did, Did I miss? God, this is hard. Okay. The next time, oh, what's happening over there? Look at that water boy run. I missed it again. Damn it. And they just miss it time and time and time again. This is particularly visible in indoor arenas. And I think if I was one of like the camera operators, you I'd just put the camera there. right on Dopey Joe here and just be like, oh, wow, man. This is a really good run. Oh, I missed the wave again. Dang it. Ah, like that is the most hilarious thing to me. Like how could you possibly not understand that this is coming back around? You clearly want to do the wave. And then Dopey Joe kind of gets with the program. Yeah. But it's like the wave goes, oh, there's Dopey Joe. Just like yes, three seconds because late. there's always like residue oh, yeah. when it comes uh-huh. by. The best thing is when you get like two or three Dopey Joes who are all like watching each other, right? So Dopey Joe in the front goes and then guy behind yeah. and then the lady behind is just like, whatever, like one hand up in the air. Like I'm part of it too. The one hand wavers. Why are you even there? I also think, yeah. So that's 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 some pretty lazy lazy mm-hmm. stuff. I've got an idea that could save America, um, particularly in the area of voter turnout. Um, <laughs> yeah, you make national day, holiday. National holiday. The yeah. only way that we, the, pull, pull the Australian way, and then what you do is you host sporting events instead of having polling places. Right, and and you have you have all of the people where the color of their person, right? So I, all right, I'm voting I'm voting for the Green Party, so I shall wear purple or whatever, right? And you show up and you're like, okay, all right, and then during the seventh inning stretch, halftime, the set break, uh, the ninth hole, some reasonable facsimile, you say, all right, listen up, folks, we're gonna do the wave. Three times around, the third one's the one that counts. All right. Bernie Sanders. And then, like, all the Bernie bros just wearing their, like, big Bernie wigs. And, like, like I imagine, like, you know, Bernie shirts that say feel the burn and everything. Yes. Well, they get two warm-up waves. And then we just, like, look. And it was like, okay, that was a really, really strong wave. Cool. All right. Now all of the, I don't know, um, Tulsi Gabbard voters... You guys, your turn, and like three people. 
Three people stand up, right? Because she's polling at like negative four percent. Um, and then like you know you get around and it's like, all right, Joe Biden voters, and it's a, it's a slow wave, right? Because we're we're getting up slow. We don't want to stress those joints out, you know, like. And then you, you get all the way back around, you know. And it's just, I think that would be nice. I think that would be a much better way. Like voter turnout would be great. Yes. How much fun would that be? Oh, I get to yeah. want a baseball game. I'm gonna eat a hot dog. But here's the thing. This disincentivizes being a sleepy Joe, because then your vote counts for the next guy, right? Mm. You could be so late that you accidentally vote for the wrong person, you know? Yeah, I think that's how it ought to be. Isn't this basically what a caucus is? Uh, less yelling, more singing, taking me out to the ball game. I feel like I'm happy with the game. You know what we should do? We should do what we didn't do last week. We should preview next week. Illinois. Um, Illinois. They It'll... are literally giving out tickets for free. Are they seriously? Yes, because they are a pile of cow dung. What if we... We could. Do you have a card? A card? A car. A vehicle. Oh, I do have a car. Yeah, we, we just Do you need... trust that car to get to Champaign, Illinois? That is where it is, right? Yeah, Champaign. Okay. Is that next to cocaine and gasoline? <laughs> There's a few towns in between. Okay. That I, what? I, 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 I understood it. I was just slightly disappointed. You sound like my dad. I'm not mad, son. I'm just disappointed. Yeah. We, all we need to do is transfer to the University of Illinois. Oh, they're one. giving out student tickets for free. Yes. I feel like we can look like Illinois students. We can. Also, those tickets have to be like... Because if they're giving out their students tickets for free... Normal could, tickets like, have to be. Buy some guys some Arby's. And they could just give us their tickets. Yeah. Provided that they're actual physical copies and not, you know... Like on their iCards or whatever. Yeah, yeah. iCards. I don't, I don't know. What else is it going to be called? <laughs> Champagne scanners? Like, like what do you, what do you want Champagne supernovas. That would be a way... Why do I feel like that must be their like WNBA team? <laughs> Why is that not their university name? The supernovas? The, the University of Illinois Champagne supernovas. Like, because they're the Illini, which, you know... What is an Illini? Okay. Is this what I've been supposed to be calling, like, Illinois Legions the whole time? Yes. It's, well, the school, well, it used they used to claim it was a name of a tribe that Illinois was named after. Oof. Turns out that tribe never really existed. Oh, those and, are my favorite ones. Yeah, and they've just been appropriating native culture for absolutely no reason. Okay. Yes. So that was the claimed origin, but it turns out there actually was a, a fighting Illini, like, regiment i don't know if that's the right word it um, was just white guys in in the silver uh the, the silver war the civil war yeah a i love the silver war <laughs> a, a, a group of men from illinois who fought in the silver war civil war uh the were, silver war <laughs> the silverware were, were yeah. called the fighting illini the silverware drawer <laughs> and now that's what they claim it's been named after all along they're in like year four or five i think I'm probably overshooting this, but it feels like he's been there forever. Of the Lovey Smith era at Illinois, former oh, yeah. former Chicago Bears head coach and current leader for best beard this in guy, college football. This guy loves Illinois. He just he cannot get away from Illinois. Illinois. Stuff Jan Stevens invites you to come on and feel <laughs> the, the Illinois. Illinois. <laughs> Which you think sounds like a great album until you find out it's you just don't like about it? leukemia. 
Oh, and it's also about songs that, like, could be about Jesus, but could also be about a gay relationship. Spoilers. They're all about a gay relationship. Yes, they are. Stream Casimir Pulaski Day for clear skin. So, <laughs> Golden Rod and the Forage Doll. It's it's so sad and, like, yeah. Also, it, do you know who Casimir Pulaski is? I only know the song. No shit. He's a Polish folk hero. Really? There's, so, okay. Chicago, right? Big yes. Polish population. Kazimierz Pulaski. Um, as I, sh- you can I, sh- judge, I should have figured by the last name. As you can judge by the ski. Pretty effing Polish. <laughs> um, he was like a revolutionary war hero for like the Americans and one, an early an early immigrant. Oh. And so like when all the Polish moved to Chicago, all of the non-Polish people are like, gross, Polish people. Because you know... Hatred used to be so bad back in the day that white people had to hate (laughs) other white people just to get their hatred rocks off. So they like, they like hate the Polish, right? And the Polish are like, no, 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 no. Look at this guy. His name is Kazimierz Pulaski. See, and he like fought in the Revolutionary War for you guys and had like some inconsequential role, and he was Polish. And then all the white people were like, whoa. We stand George Washington. This guy, he's Washington's buddy. Now it's in vogue to have a Polish buddy and make sure his name is Kashmir. And then they were like, cool, yeah, come for the come for the Revolutionary War heroes, stay for the pierogies and vodka. And that that is how America became unracist against Polish people. I can't believe I'm doing this. Because typically my job is to actively overthrow the show notes. I'm checking the show notes with for which we have literally Ten minutes for. Um, yeah, I'm going to save a lot of this crap for next week. Yeah, uh, there are two things I really do want to talk about, though. What are they? We can... We can... Wait, what? Holy crap. This is the first actual look I've taken at the show notes. It's a dragon. A dragon? I was just, I read this quickly earlier and I was like, I don't know why he wants to talk about UAB's live mascot. That doesn't That's fine. Who cares? I was like totally cool with this. We have like 10 minutes. So do you want dragon or do you want pencil? <laughs> yeah, we're going to tease. So our, our original B segment. We can't call it traditionally weird anymore, apparently, because The Athletic has that name. They literally had it a week before I thought of it. Oh, well, now we have to hate The Athletic. Yes. Athletic, we hate you. Hire Justin someday. Yeah. Let's talk about this effing pencil, because I feel like we can knock this out in 10 minutes, and also I yes, feel like... absolutely. Okay. So, you know what, you know what turnover props are? Yeah, the chain. The chain. The, the, the 308 chain from the 305. U. 305. Yeah. It's 308, like Western Nebraska. Is that why I said 308? Probably. Nice. So the 305 chain, cool. What are the other ones? Like, there's like... Um, Oregon State has a chainsaw. What? Yeah. Turnover chainsaw, that's the cool. The turnover chainsaw, so that's cool. I feel like some schools have like a turnover log. Uh, Kennesaw could... State has the turnover plank, which I should cover in a future episode because I love it to death. Mm-hmm. And then Boise State has a throne. Oh my know. God. So it was at Washburn University, right? Yes. And their mascot is the Ichabods. And Ichabod Crane is like the lead character in um, the Headless Hollow. Horseman Sleepy Hollow thing. Written by Washington Irving. The turnover head. 
the turnover severed head. Can you imagine that? It could just be a, like a Washburn U player, an Ichabod, goes up for an interception, grabs it, falls to the ground flawlessly, pick picks up his his everything, stands up. That's yeah. the word I'm looking for. Throws the ball to the sideline, runs over, and his coach excitedly runs up to him with a blood dripping severed head and just. Flicks it at him by the hair. What is not to love? That is what college football is all about. Oh, yes. That's truly the roots of the game. Absolutely. Just... <laughs> Heisman himself would be proud. Yes. He... Okay. So, um, Akron, they were, coincidentally, they were playing against UAB. Mm-hmm. and they come... Wait, seriously? Yes. The Dragon People. The Dragon People. Played the Khaleesi's the... are playing the Zips. The Zips. Whose mascot is a kangaroo. I don't know how that's exactly a zip. I did not research that. Honestly, I really should have. I really thought it would have been one of those tacky lighters that looks like a handgun. Yeah. But that's a zippo. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, he runs out. So, they catch a pick. Uh, Jordan Riley gets the pick, runs over to the sideline, and lifts up a ginormous pencil. As you can see in the thumbnail of this video, Holy I don't have shit, time to a, load. That's a big pencil. Yes. That pencil's got to be three, four foot long. Uh, what's your official guess? I I, I have oh, written down here. God. Do not oh God, he's a big dude. I'm not. Oh, oh, I'm oh, not oh, oh, looking at the picture. Looking at the picture. I will looking at the picture using this giant dude for scale. He's a big mf. <laughs> I am gonna guess that that is a three foot nine pencil. Three foot nine. Let's math this up. Three feet in inches. Three times twelve is thirty. No, I'm a dingbat. That's 36. 36 plus 9, 45. You were one inch off. Is it, it a 46-inch pencil? 44. Oh, come on. A 44-inch pencil. I was so close. We have to stop to recognize that that was like That was amazingly guess. impressive. Depth perception award goes to Nick Fully McCall. operational, too. And Wait, seriously? You can like write things you with can. it? Do they give them paper? No. Well, they don't. They should, though. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> That'd be a lot of dicks drawn after interceptions. Yeah. And he immediately proceeded to almost poke his teammate's eye out. <laughs> God. <laughs> so this is a new thing this year? Yes, it's new. It's not called the turnover pencil. It's, it's called, called the, the takeaway eraser. pencil. Oh. The, okay, that's The inventor Omar Rodriguez would love to make that important distinction. And, okay. And after... The game, the inaugural recipient of the takeaway pencil, said, described the moment like, okay, it's real now. I've got the pencil. I'm the first one to get the pencil. Okay, I gotta show it off. I've got to unleash the pencil to everybody. <laughs> Which is my favorite quote of the college football season and maybe the decade. I've got to unleash the pencil to everybody. One, we should just make like an NCAA bylaw doing away with turnover things. Insert no, not things. Things are fine. Oh. Insert phallic object here. Oh, if if it sounds like it might look like a dick, someone at some point's gonna throw that between their legs. You know what? If that's chainsaw, they're gonna regret it. When the pencil was first unveiled, uh, Riley was quoted as saying, "We're looking at this number two pencil." 
And they're all, they're all like, I wonder what this means. Is it for academics? We don't know. And, and then they unleashed the pencil. <laughs> and I'll, oh, where is it? And then the guy says, the creator says, it's a number two pencil, and it's about as foundational as anything can be. When you talk about our program and what foundation it is, it's built on fundamentals, it's built on technique, and a pencil is a great representation of that. What? <laughs> yes. Wow. So. What? So, no, 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 stop, stop, stop. I have something to say. There are a lot of really cool ways yes. to, like... Represent fundamentals. Represent traditions. Fundamentals, a great tradition. Let somebody hit a blocking thing, right? What blocking are those sled? The, the, like, stand up. Not the whole sled. Tackling dummy? Tackling dummy. Yeah. Let somebody just pummel a tackling dummy. Yeah. Let somebody, I don't know, like, wear golden gloves or yeah. something, right? Let somebody, like, uh, I don't even, I don't even know. Uh, Hold on to a playbook, right? Give them the golden playbook. The golden playbook. The playmaker playbook, right? Yeah. You know, that's neat. I think that's cool. I think turnover things are really neat. I think we should incentivize making big plays and, like, on-field heroics because that's what we're here for in football. The way to do that is not with a number two paper mate. Like, (laughs) what are you... Okay. So... So he comes up with the idea for a pencil. Then he asks his wife. Uh, right, which, to, is, to, which is where all shitty ideas get accelerated. And quote, I told her to find me the biggest number two pencil she could find. And she had Stop. it. Stop. There's so many jokes. <laughs> find me that pencil, baby. And she had it made. It's a real number two pencil. It's made of wood. You can write with it. I was blown away. There's a reason I married her. She made my vision come to life. <laughs> We're out of time and I have nothing else to say. Can you guess how much it cost? Final final question. Oh, How much did you think it cost? I have another question. Oh, and uh, side how... note about the pencil. Uh-huh. Uh, if a player forces takeaway... They get to sign the pencil, and then the person who signs it the most gets to keep it at the end of the year. Huh. So you get this I giant like pencil. I do like that part. Yeah. That's really neat. That's a good part. That's a cool That's a cool thing. More people should do that with their turnover things. Okay, then go on with what you are going to say. How the f*** do you sharpen a four-foot <laughs> pencil? <laughs> An eight-foot pencil sharpener? <laughs> $50 was the cost. Oh, $50 was the cost. I forgot that we needed to talk about that. And How, that's... Wait. Let's buy a turnover pencil. Yeah, 50 bucks. Okay, with our first $50 of revenue off of this podcast, which will never happen, <laughs> we will buy a turnover pencil. Yes. So you can go to our Patreon, which doesn't exist. And uh, I'll start a GoFundMe for a pencil. Sounds good. All right. Goodbye. Thanks, Justin. See you next week.